This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I don't know if we're going to have as much fun during the game as they did in Amelia Island, Florida. And I was looking at the headline uh, in on ESPN.com and a story penned by both Andrea Adelson and David Hale. Uh, and it says, this is according to Jim Phillips, we are all in this together. There are some marriages or associations that are really those of convenience, maybe an arranged marriage, so to speak. This is the lot you have now make the best of it. I don't know if everybody is all in or if they're all in because they have no other options. And I think the latter might be more accurate. David Hale, part of that story at a David Hale joint on Twitter joins us from ESPN.com. Is this a marriage of convenience, sir? (laughs) Uh, It's sort of like, uh, you know, uh, people who got married when they were young and had some kids and now they're just trying to get the kids off to college and then they can split up, you know, like the, <laughs> it's a waiting game. No one wants to be in this anymore. Uh, but we got to, we got to, we got to hold on for the kids. <laughs> when I look at this, I, I just wonder, I know everybody wants, I, I've called it envy. If Florida state looks down the street at Gainesville and they go, man, we are better than them. We do the, or just as good as them. Why are they getting all this and we're getting this? I think there's so much envy that Florida state feels like if they don't have that, then they can't compete. But Florida state has had less money than the university of Florida for a long time. They've done okay until the last six, seven years. Yes. You're spot on on all of this. And I, there is, I, I would say, and this is my own personal opinion, um, a good bit of why aren't we the ACC from the, or why aren't we the SEC from the ACC? And the answer is there's lots of good reasons. Uh, and, and they, I think there's too much of sort of chasing the SEC and not trying to build something of their own or not asking the right questions at least. But to your Larger point, I have asked many ADs and coaches, what is it that you can't do right now? Like, what is it that uh, Florida or LSU or Georgia is spending money on that you desperately need to win? And I don't get a lot of good answers. Now, I'm going to put all of that to the side and tell you why this is a huger problem right now than ever before. One, in a few months, that delta between what the ACC makes and what the Big Ten and SEC make is about to get a lot bigger. And it's not just about the 30 to $40 million uh, next year that will be different. It is about a decade plus of that. So we're talking over the life of the ACC's grant of rights. You're missing out on maybe somewhere close to a half a billion dollars. That's, That's money that no one, even if you don't know how the hell you're going to spend it, no one wants to give up willingly. And the other thing is everyone, whether they want to say it publicly or not, is looking at the writing on the wall and where things are with the courts and where things are with the portal and NIL and saying pretty soon, whether that's next year or five years from now, we're going to be paying players. And to some degree, we already are. And Dan Radakovich from Miami said it more bluntly than I've heard it, in that 
that money can be funneled to your collective to go to your players, which is essentially saying we need money to pay players. And uh, if you've been on the, the argument side that like players deserve to be paid for a long time, this is where we were ultimately going to go with this because schools need the money to pay them. And the SEC and the Big Ten are going to have a, a whole lot more of it than everybody else. And if you're Florida State or Clemson or the schools that think they should be competing for national championships, you frankly won't be able to do it with a payroll that is a fraction of what your neighbors down the road are paying. David Hale is joining us from ESPN. That, that's something that Kevin Warren, who used to be the commissioner of the Big Ten and now works for the Chicago Bears, that's something that he kind of slid into a conversation about a year ago. Uh, that who knows we could we could uh, we could pay we could just pay the players down the road. The the only thing about that is that I don't know that there really is an appetite for for that across college sports. Um, but it's no, certainly something that the the amount of right. They are building a. Uh, a panic room right now is basically what this is. They they don't want this. And Jim Phillips talked yesterday about going to D.C. to lobby for congressional legislation oh. barring players from having employee status. But I think they also look at what recent court legislation has said, what court rulings have said, and what current uh, litigation is in the, the, the works. And they say, we are every bit as likely or more so to lose a battle in court than we are to get con congressional legislation that goes our way. Yeah. I've talked to Jim Phillips about this uh, as, as much as I can uh, from my position as a uh, humble pissant radio host. Uh, I've tried to tell him that Congress isn't, doesn't care. It, like they're the last people we should be, uh, you guys should be going to yeah. because they just don't, there's no appetite for that. Uh, they, they just, they don't care enough about the, the plight of the college athletes. Some, most of them don't even understand the issue uh, as well. Uh, David Hale here, just a few more minutes left. I appreciate your time. Um, Jim. So Jim Phillips, this was not, and I keep using the term a mess of his doing. This was not a mess of his doing. And I don't even know if mess is the right word. Uh, but he is kind of charged with negotiating through all of this. Um, what is his end game here? I know they're going to have uh, they, ha they have to have some sort of an uh, of, of, a, of a I guess a merit based allocation of media rights fees or, or, or you know, media distribution. So that's going to be uneven. But that isn't going to come close to making anybody whole, whether it's Florida State or North Carolina, that's just a few million dollars. It's still still not going to get you within 35 or 40 million of the SEC and the Big Ten. So what is the next move? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone could do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I mean, what they need desperately is not a conversation about 
how to slice up the pie and what size slice everybody gets, but how to bake a much bigger pie. And the only real answer to that, if you're looking for sort of a magic bullet answer, is to come to ESPN with a plan that says, like, A, if you don't help us, we're going to disappear, and that's not good for anybody. And B, we have come up with this idea for A, B, and C that will actually provide more value for you, and it is in your interest financially to make uh, to, to, to add to the TV deal that we currently have. And I don't think that there is anything close to that on the table right now. There is obviously one magic bullet that would create that. That's Notre Dame, and that yes. isn't happening. Um, right. You know, Jim Phillips talked a lot about that, that there isn't a magic bullet, that there's got to be, uh, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten regular bullets that when you put them together <laughs> feel like you did something big. But, again, I mean, you can even, like, let's say there's some magical multimedia rights thing that you can do that would shift some more money or create some more revenue. Like, if it actually works and actually makes an impact, the SEC is going to look at it and say, oh, well, well let's do that too. And then you're right. back to where you started in terms of the delta between the two. So, you know, at the end of the day, there are really only uh, two ways out of this. And one is for you to hang on as long as you can until the league ultimately falls apart because somebody challenges the grant of rights in court or your grant of rights expires in 2036. And the other alternative is you get down on your knees and you beg ESPN to either let you out of this TV deal and renegotiate a new one early or Notre Dame joins the league. And again, I don't see a at least near-term scenario in which either of those things is, I mean, likely it would be, we're not even talking likely, I mean, even a, a minuscule probability. I agree. I uh, um Although I I, th I think when listening to Jack Swarbrick, the athletic director at Notre Dame, he recognizes that this is a bigger problem for college sports as a whole than other. Yeah. Like he's almost resigned to understanding, like and Notre Dame has the means to impact that, but it wouldn't impact that necessarily for the Big Twelve or the Pac Twelve. It would impact that. It would essentially. Uh, save what the ACC is. Whether or not Notre Dame cares or not is another uh, is another animal. The other thing is they have to find different revenue streams, and I think there are revenue streams that could get in individual schools more money, and maybe that would be good. Like, is there an appetite for putting advertising on uniforms? Is there an appetite for even more selling of corporate names uh, to stadiums? Why have why hasn't the league done stuff like that? Well, I mean, I, I think a little bit to the to your earlier point, like there's way too much of saying the SEC doesn't have to do those things and look at all the money they're getting. We want that. It's, it's right. been way too much of like asking why we're not the the SEC instead of asking what can we do in, the, in our circumstances yes. to better our situation and not worry about them. Um, you know, again, I don't know if any of those things is a panacea here. Uh, but does it, it close the gap? And, and one thing, I have uh, some conversations with a couple of ADs. There's a lot to unpack with all of this, but there is an argument to be made that there is a dollar value, whatever it might be, to being in the ACC and not finishing, you know, seven and five in the SEC, but going 11 and one 
in the ACC. Like, maybe you have a much better shot at the playoff in the ACC than you do going into the SEC or the Big Ten. So I don't know that you need to fully close the gap for it to be worth some of these schools to stay where they are in terms of success. But, I mean, again, we've both been around the block enough times yep. to know. Ultimately, the, do- the, the number at the bottom of the balance sheet is the only number that really seems to matter anymore. David Hale. A David Hale joint on Twitter. Thank you, man. I appreciate your time. You look good uh, on TV sitting between Andrea and the commissioner. So uh, there you go. I I, uh, was there to make the two of them look good, I believe. (laughs) Well, mission accomplished. All right, David, I'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man.